What's up, everybody? What's Welcome up? to the living room. We are so excited that you are here. I am here with Tyler, and uh, as always, I'm your host, Nate. And so I am really glad to be here with you guys and be here with you, Tyler. Um, glad to be back. Yeah, man. Um, the highlight of my uh, my semester every year. Getting, wow. Get invited Getting to the invited. podcast. The TLR Studios is your it's, first this, time. This, and the studio is way nicer studio. than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, I know, uh, I know you like, you saw, I mean, as soon as we posted our first one, you're texting I, me. And you're I like, know, I was like, what's this new studio? studio? I know. Right. Do they know where it's at? Does the audience know? Do you guys know where this is at? No, I know. Okay. Okay. It's not, it's not ruined the fantasy. It's, it's a big, it's probably on downtown Providence and one of the skyscrapers. You'll, you'll, yeah. you'll see it at some point. Yeah. <laughs> at the very top, <laughs> top floor. The Lux Suite. Yep. That's us. But. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm excited to be uh, be back here with you, and I know we're talking about something that you are very passionate, near about. and dear to my heart, and so I'm excited to to get into that conversation. Um, let's just jump into it. So, um, we uh we get the amazing opportunity to work with college students, amazing, and uh, I know we love them dearly, and we do most I, of them. Uh, 98% of them were all in. Uh, I wanted to start there, though, um, to set up our conversation a little bit. And uh, this is a maybe a little bit of curveball for you, but start off on a, on a real great positive. Like, why do we love working with college students? Like, like what is it about them? They can change love? the world. I believe it wholeheartedly, I think. I would say this. College students are naive enough to think they can. And uh, I, if they're moldable uh if they're teachable i think you can teach them and you can help them get to that and so i think man there's no perfect combination of a person where they're stupid enough to think they can do it and (laughs) i think talented enough in a lot of ways to to be able to to go out and change the world so that's why i love them um they're also a ton of fun old people are boring and as (laughs) i get as i as i get older i i worry that i'm gonna be that person so i fight it (laughs) and i hang out with college students more and more so yeah yeah, I mean, I would echo the same thing that like, I mean, it just it's a ton of fun to see them like get an idea, start. I mean, they believe that they can make a difference in the world and, and they can. Like, I, yeah. I don't think it's a, a like disillusionment. Like, I really think they can and they do. And like being able to guide and help in that and empower that, encourage that. I mean, there's just nothing better. Well, there's in the college campus, better. like space, there, it, there's thousands of people at a concentrated area that's more open to ideas and where they're learning things and they're, I mean, they're growing as people. I mean, there's, I could go on and on. I could have a whole podcast just about what's awesome about 18 to 24 year olds. Yeah. And then they, it's all going downhill after that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> that's just the start. Oh uh, yeah. So we love college students and uh, I just want to make that clear because. Well, that's why this conversation is so important. Exact. I mean, this 100%. is hundred percent. I'll say this to start off the thought. There is not a conversation that is more important that will derail everything we're talking about, what we just yes, said. 100%. Then the number one thing that students deal with, which is the number one reason I think that one of the things we deal with because they deal with it is this topic. Yes, 100%. You guys don't know what it is? Do they know what it is? It's like the buildup? Like, what is it? What are they going to talk about? I mean, yeah, it is. It is just dating relationships. It is right. Like, like I mean, we see that. I mean, dating is such a key, like, just pressure or point and and like desire. Uh, when you're, you know, identity. I'm going to go on so much, right? 
and like I had uh, Emma and Sarah in here, um, and we were just talking about like the pressure that comes, like like th- like there's just weird pressure in our culture and society. They're like it's not okay to be single. They're sure. like you need to be in a relationship, and so because so many people feel that because it is a is a big thing. Yeah, we see that a lot, and we're we're gonna get into some of the, the like practical pieces of dating and like dating well and just different things like that, but. Um, I wonder if you could just start off with like commenting on some of that pressure that we see, like to be in a relationship or like just why this is the number one thing that we see. Like, like what are some of your thoughts there? Well, I do think it's different between male and female. I didn't have a lot of pressure, honestly, as a male. I do think it's probably more to females. They feel a lot more pressure, but I think, I think male and female both have I don't know about pressures, but they they date for so many of the wrong reasons. And I think that comes from college culture, from society, this fact that they're not enough, that they somebody else will complete them. That whole line that you complete me is maybe the most damaging thing I've ever heard in dating. Yeah, I was very passionate about how really? bad that is. Wow. She's, I didn't like, even, she's like, you're a whole ass person. Yeah, okay? I, I, like, dude, I'm, you do not need completed. I mean, if you think about the reasons why people date, I, I was thinking about it. Like, I was starting to like list out like, why do people date? And almost all of them, it's because like they want to have fun. They feel like they're missing out on something, which mm-hmm. I'm the worst reason. <laughs> or like they're like they feel lonely, which once again, someone being there, you can be in a room full of people and still feel lonely. So mm-hmm. like someone doesn't fix loneliness just because you're with other people. I mean, so like you could be alone and be in a crowded room. So like all these reasons they think are going to be the cure. They think dating is the cure and it's it's a really good thing. It's a really positive thing. And yet I'm. I'm cynical about it. And people on our staff know that I'm cynical only because I've seen it derail so many amazing people. It's the only reason like it could do the opposite. It, I've, I've seen it very few times, but I've seen day, dating just transform somebody, even in a better person. And they've yeah. been so like, there's positives and I could talk about those and it's incredible. But I think that's why I get the pressure is they're all negative And it's all like, do this because it'll complete you. It'll make you whole, it'll make you less lonely and it'll, whatever. And they're all lies. Yeah. And it just leads you down a dark path. Yeah. And I mean, you know, the thing, the thing that's a challenge is like, I mean, I've walked through this with several students right now. Right. And like, I mean, and that's, that's nothing new, but like, I understand wanting to be in a relationship. Right. Like, I mean, I think in some ways, like that is, um, I mean, it's, you know, it's a natural thing. Yeah. It's a natural thing. thing. Yeah. And so it's not, it's not wrong to want to be in a relationship and you're certainly not saying that I'm not saying that I think that like lots of good things in life where it becomes a negative, I don't even want to say bad, but where it becomes a negative and can have bad consequences in our life is when the priority gets out of whack in our life. Well, when we start like dating, being in a relationship is the number one most crucial thing that they, you need if you're acting like that it's going to lead you to make poor dating decisions it's going to lead you to be in bad relationships and you're going to be filled with a ton of regrets because you've taken a really good thing an important thing and you've elevated it to the thing and that is what unfortunately i see just happen so well, many times isn't that what brokenness is across the board we, the society loves to take really good things and then turn them into changing the priority changing the perspective whatever and making them quote unquote bad dating is not bad or good. I always say like, cause making dating even a good thing makes people that are single, like I'm missing out on something right. good. And that's just as bad. It's not a good or a bad thing. It is a thing that's natural and something beautiful and something that could really help you. 
I think discover more of who you are, but also help you enjoy and spend life and to partner with somebody else in life. And that's the most beautiful thing. Yeah. So it's not good or bad. It's just a thing. Right. And right. it happens all the time in college. And I welcome it. Well, I welcome when it's healthy and I'm, I'm with open arms. I'm very cynical because of how bad we do it. So, but this podcast is going to fix all that. We're here. We're here. We're here. We have the answers. I'm kidding. That's that's a bad wait, culture. Wait. Um, that's a bad thing. I'm sorry. We do not have all the answers. We're just talking. Sorry. We we, we certainly have some opinions. We do. I'm not short of opinions. We, we have some opinions. We have some questions that I do think are worth uh, considering. But yeah, I mean, let's um, let's jump into to this. Like, what is I guess some of the ways that you see people go about dating in the wrong way? Like, like what what do people do wrong in dating and then um and then we'll compare that or con- contrast that to like positive and healthy dating but yeah. we can uh we can start negative because that's maybe juicy but <laughs> well it's so funny because college students are exactly like my so when my daughter we adopted a uh, a girl from ukraine and i told her from the very beginning and we adopted a son too but my son doesn't struggle with this as much as my daughter like she just wanted to be in this relationship and so like i told her the same thing that i tell 22 year olds all the time like you first have to know who you are. Like dating is not going to magically help you. Like I always say this. So I was in math class in high school and I still remember this. Like I'm, my math teacher was trying to tell us how to do this math equation and it was really hard. And so I did a thing that I love and it's called trial and error. And I just plug in numbers into the equation and it would be wrong. And I'm like, that's not it. And it would take me five times as long. But eventually I'd get the right answer. And I still remember this. My, my professor saying like, hey, how'd you get that answer? And I said, trial and error. And he literally looked at me and goes, he didn't, he's like, what the hell is that? And I was like, it's a method where you try something. If it doesn't work, you do something else. And he was so upset. And I think dating and dating is not a math problem. I'm not saying that, but the trial and error way of dating is maybe the worst because it, one, it's going to take five to 10 times as long. And you go through so much pain before you get it right. And I, yeah. I so I feel like if you don't know who you are and you're going to try to figure out who you are by dating, it is going to be disastrous for you, for the person you're dating. It's going to maybe going to be good eventually, but you're going to hurt a lot of people in the process. And I feel like that's, I can't tell how many students say that. Like, oh, just start by making mistakes. You got to make mistakes. And that's true. Well, disclaimer, you're going to make a lot of mistakes in dating. That's beautiful. Learn from those mistakes. That's life. That's not what I'm talking about. It's the. Just because you're going to make mistakes doesn't mean you need to go in like, planning to make mistakes or being like or or i guess like accepting them like like i mean and i get what you're saying then like i mean because that's certainly the thing that i hear all the time like well you just got to try and stuff but if you i mean i can speak from some of my experience that like i did i dated you know trial and dated i did did trial and error and i just date whoever would come along right and that i found attractive in that moment and whatever but None of those were ever healthy, right? Like for you or for them right. or for their friends. Right. There's right. so many people that right. are hurt by that. Right. And so like, and I'd certainly, um, you know, I mean, time, money, emotional energy. I mean, there's so many things in there. But then when I finally was like, I'm going to, the next person I date, I'm going to date in a healthy way. I took like almost a year off from dating. Um, it was like 10 months. And then like, learned and grew a lot and like all those things and then 
Then at that point, when I met Amanda, and I didn't know she was going to be my wife at that time, but met Amanda. I did. Like, Immediately. It was, it's like, <laughs> that's not true. We'll, we'll share that story <laughs> in a second. But when I, when, I, when I met Amanda, I was like, I had, I mean, I literally remember this, like, before we officially dated, I like, I had just, uh, I mean, we, I put it all out there. I was like, listen, here's who I am. Here's, here's what's important. This is and my like, purpose. This, this is what is, I'm, this, this is, is my mission of what I want my life to be about. And like, and, and I like you. Like we have fun together, but like, if we're on different pages here, like let's just call it's, it. It's now. not a bad thing. It's not. It's a beautiful it's thing. Not. Hey, we're going different places. Right. Right. You but, do you. But, but I just knew, and and it's funny. Like the thing that, so, like a lot of these things, like you know, there can be a lot of big ideas and stuff, but the one, but they can be symbolized in like something small. And the small thing was for us is that I was like. And one of those things about me is I just don't want you to text me. Okay. Like, just don't text me. Like, I seems I, like a you problem. It, it, is, well, it, it was a little bit. I was like, and, and not that this is like bad. And I don't want to throw shade on the person that it was, but like the previous person I dated would text me all day, every day. Right. And I was just like, I, Amanda, I don't want that. And Amanda's like, that's fine. I'll never, I don't like texting you. I don't even text like talking to you. That's fine. <laughs> and so, it's just been a joke in our relationship that I'm like, you can text me sometimes. Like, like you can, it, it is okay to occasionally text me. Like, I know I said in the beginning, don't ever text me. But that's when you're married, that's off the table. You can text each other now. That's great. Me, like, it'd be nice if you answered my text. Great. That'd be great. <laughs> like, it, we should be friends. At, at some point, it would be nice if you answered my text. But I say all that to just say that, like, yeah, I mean, it, it certainly is like if you, I think most people don't even like they have an idea of their standard, but they haven't like actually like started applying that or like I mean I literally wrote mine down. I was like, like these these are what is important. And if they don't match these things, like I was I was gonna be nice about it to be like we just shouldn't date because it's gonna get me off track. Well, and there's time and your time. There's values, and then there's like things you look. For. I'm not. I don't know if I'm for like. Like some people are so like write out what you want in a spouse, and some are just like, like I want them to be good at sports and like stupid like things. Like my wife is the complete opposite of me, so like it doesn't have to be like for me it was values. Like what do I value? Yep. And and if you don't know your values, you shouldn't be dating because everybody has them. Every single person, like you may not have them written down, but you value something or at least yep. multiple things. And if you don't know what that is, that's a big red flag. One, <laughs> two, like. I knew the three or four values I wanted in my life. I wanted to live this generous life. I wanted to live, um, you know, this this act of like helping redeem the world and put the world back together again. Like these were values that I wanted. And if my spouse didn't, or my person I dated didn't even have that in the beginning, it's one, not fair that eventually they're going to get there because you're, you're kind of like molding somebody to become more like you. And I don't think that's necessarily good or healthy. Hopefully you're going to an expectation. Almost. Exactly. That's unfair. And so in the beginning, you should figure out what your values are. That should be a conversation in the first couple dates. Like, I'm not saying you should like not date somebody at all. I think first couple dates, what do you love? What do you not love? What gets you up in the morning? If that is so far away from your value system, it is a red flag. And yeah. le- and I, I hope we're going to talk about this. But as Christians, Christians do this so badly. And it hurts because one, they date people. I don't know if we're allowed to say this first. But Christians, the number one mistake they make is they date people that don't have the same, mm-hmm. not just religious views. That's That's so little. Christianity, we believe, if we believe that really Jesus did what he did, like it affects everything, how we see the world. It affects 
dating, it affects like our generous with our money, our life, our our free time, how we want to, where we want to live, how we want to live, everything. And for you to date somebody that doesn't have that value system, everything is different. And so there's people on this podcast, you can, I will look you right in the eye. If you are a person that says, I want to follow Jesus, dating somebody that has the complete opposite view of that, or even like, I don't really know what I believe, I think is dangerous, yeah. 100%. And I think I want, and I want my students to hear it because so many of them are like, no. And I know stories of people like they dated somebody who did not have that value system and they end up becoming more like them, which is great. They become Christians, whatever. One, we that's just self. We don't date people to, for people to become Christians. That's, I've heard You're the, a tool. You are a tool. <laughs> That's one, a horrible way to put an expectation on somebody. And two, it usually goes the opposite. It hurts. It's either, either you become someone like them, which I would say is bad, but also you end up having to break their hearts later on down the road because eventually you're like, well, we want to get married and we're too different. So we walk away and they blame Christianity and nothing bothers me more that it was not Jesus that broke you up. It was your stupidity and your very lack of values that you knew. Lack of clarity. And I get very upset. And so I hate that Christians get drugged through the mud too often in dating. And we're the problem so often. Like we use dating as a weapon of like, oh, you're not the same values. Now we got to break up. And you should have dated in the first place. Yeah. You should have said that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking right at you. This is serious. (laughs) Almost all of my students do that. Mm -hmm. And also what happens, I'll tell you this. They end up falling in love because it happens. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do? You have to sacrifice either the person that you love or a value system that you mm-hmm. want to live your life by. And those two, when they go different ways, someone's always hurt. They're hurt. Mm-hmm. You're hurt. The mission is hurt. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just talking about Christian, like anything. It could be your value of, I want to be a school teacher because I want to pour into kids. Mm-hmm. If you're dating somebody, it's like, I just want to be really rich and live wherever. To a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Those are completely different value systems. And so I think faith is just one element that you need to talk about, not just because it's not just about your beliefs in, in God or not God. I think it's beliefs on everything. Yeah. So that's my that's my soapbox. It's really important. So it's really funny when well that may be too early to jump into that. It's just no, I mean, no, it's really important because I think that I mean that is the mistake we see people making, is that it's you know. It is, you said that it's not just religion or your faith, it's it's your value. And I think that that's super important. And it's it's funny because we, we should share the story now. Um, let's just start in the beginning. How did you, uh, we'll make it personal. How did you feel when I told you that I was interested in dating Amanda? That's not, that's not totally fair. <laughs> One, our group is much bigger now. One, but at now, the time... Sojourn time, on Rhode Island College were, was three people. And I was dating half the girls. You were. It was one. Yes. Right. right and I'm right. frustrated because we all know when people don't date well, it breaks up friend groups sometimes, mm-hmm. social groups. I only had three students in our ministry at the time, and you dated one of them. And I was right. like. I was dating a third. Exactly. And you were the other third. Two this is not a great way to grow a group on campus. So yes, yes, yes. I was not and gun, I was not gun ho about it. I'll say yes. And, I don't and, know where that expression comes from. By the way, it's an <laughs> old person expression. I was I'm not on board. Gun ho. I'm from the Midwest. Gosh dang it. Here's why. Here's why I asked that. Not to just set you up and be like, oh, sometimes it goes well. Just saying. The reason that that I asked that is that. 
Amanda and I, we did something, and and this was, I don't know if you gave me, you probably gave me this advice. I, but, I coached you well, let's but, be honest. But honestly, I, I wasn't listening, and, and, and I don't remember No, no students do either. But, it's like, it's shocking. It hasn't changed in 10 years. But Amanda, so this was one of the key foundations of our relationship that, that I mean, I think helped us have that values conversation. Um, and it's really funny how it all came together. Amanda asked me to go. This is when we were like, we'd been on a date or two and like we were talking, right? And Amanda asked me to go see a comedian with her, right? And I'm like, yeah, sure, of course. Titterness, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I'd, I'd go anywhere she asked me to go at that point, right? Or just about healthy, but cool. I, okay. I know. <laughs> <It's about laughs> anyway, um, so we go see this comedian, right? Well, it was not a comedy at all. It was a talk. I'll never forget it. It was called How to Get Naked. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. And it was. It's not that hard. I, 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 literally, <laughs> I could probably teach you pretty quickly if that's. <laughs> the subtitle was How to Have like um, important or vulnerable conversations with your partner. There you right. Go. And the whole idea was that getting naked was a metaphor mm. for like, like you, he kept talking about how you need to get naked if you're in a relationship. It's true. Okay. Be naked. And then, <laughs> but it yeah, was like, you, close need, off, be vulnerable you need first. to have, be vulnerable, share your values. Physically and spiritually. That's and, and he, and yeah, like, like on a emotional, spiritual personality level, like you needed to, to share with the other person that, and, and he talked about it. He was like, you owe it to the other person to be clear about here's who i am yes here's what's important to me because otherwise they're dating a fake version of you agreed and and they think love's gonna fix that's another mistake we make that love will fix them the the gap that we have mm-hmm. and that is a lie mm-hmm. in the bit of hell right there the love does not cover a gap that i mean it can cover it. it's just gonna make you guys both People that are not like, even if you compromise, you're compromising on values that you want and you both become people you don't want. Mm-hmm. Nobody wins. And and like, and I mean, I remember him doing a QA with me one, a girl being like, Yeah, there's like this thing I've been hiding from my boyfriend and stuff forever and so there's a key part of me. And I remember the the speaker being like, See, you've been dating for six months, and this boyfriend has no idea this key core part of you. He's not actually dating you. He's dating a fake you. Yes. And you were covering up a key party. And so it's so funny. I mean, it's super awkward because I'm like, Tell him. <laughs> You're like heckling like, them. Like, <laughs> like, well, no, Tell not just that. I'm like, Did Amanda, why did Amanda invite me? She wanted to go home and be like, I gotta tell you something. She's like, I need to talk to you about something. And she did all this under the ruse of it being a yeah. comedy. But after that talk that we heard, I mean, we did. We're like, we had just—it's weird to say it—but a getting naked conversation where we got naked with Amanda. I understand you know, emotionally and just like our personalities and what we valued, and ultimately, at the end of the day, what we were sharing with each other was our values and did yep. they line up? And because they did, mm-hmm. like we kept dating. But I'll never forget that, and that—that that is uh, as awkward of a. I, I think you wrote a book with that title, and I think you know trying to catch catch a title, students, I, I, you know, yeah. like getting naked. I, I, I pick it like, up. Like, <laughs> yeah. I actually just saw. It. Like, I actually just saw it in a bookstore the other That's day. Awesome. I meant to buy it, but anyway, yeah. I mean, 
having that values conversation, whether you call it getting naked or not. I feel like though, my experience, which I feel like I'm an expert because I deal with it on it, but I don't have a degree in anything, but I, I see it on a daily basis. And I feel like it's not mostly that like people know who they are and they're hiding it mm-hmm. as much as they just don't know who they are at all. Yep. And I think that's worse. I mean, I don't know. They're both really bad. Um, yeah. It's careless if you don't know who you are and you're just, let's figure it out. And that's what the hookup culture in general, it's like, let's just do some physical, whatever. It's just, it's just have no strings attached. And that's another whole conversation. That's like the damage of that is unbelievable as well. And, but like, we've kind of just morphed that into dating. Let's just date without like any seriousness and just see what happens. And I think that's, you that's too casual. These days? You what? You know the term? Situationship. Oh, I'm just not as cool. Like, and you don't know these inside sick. words. Um, I've just seen it on TikTok. Oh, okay. Well, that's <laughs> got it. But no, I mean, I think you're right. Like, I mean, like, there's the, the idea is, yeah, you don't really know who you are, or you're just like, we'll just figure it out together. And like, it's your trial and error method. I mean, well, is. this is really important too. This maybe it's a sidetrack, but like, this is why I think. As Christians, this is why we do it so wrong as in general. Mm. This is because either you take it too casually and it's you act like it's no big deal at all. You act like there's no spirituality or emotional whatever in, in relationships. And you're just like, I'm having fun. I'm just playing it by ear. You're playing with people's hearts and lives and emotion. Like it's just too much for you to take it casually. I think that's right. what, it, or what so many Christians do the opposite and they make it like too spiritual. Like I'm not going to kiss or and I'm not saying if you don't kiss until you're married, whatever, it's for you. I, I think that's also extreme. I think we go to the extreme and making mm-hmm. it all about spiritual, like it's all about spirituality. We're going to be on the same mission field. It'll be like, and there's a level of like, you need to figure out who you are and who the person is by dating and making mistakes. So there's, there's right. a part that's like, lighten up a little bit. It's okay yeah. to like, have fun because relationships should be fun. You should find the person attractive. These things as arranged marriages. I'm not super for because <laughs> I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it's. Like it's okay to have fun and be attractive and all that. Like there's a middle. Like we make everything so spiritual or so casual, and there's I think there's a mixture of both, and it's a beautiful thing when it's done well. Just so rare, mm-hmm. except we obviously did it well, <laughs> but it just crushed it. Yeah, just, just, just anyway, it's yeah. That's why I'm passionate about this. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then what are I guess like some ways that you've seen it done well or that you would some like speak of it in the positive that like what is some encouragement that you would give somebody that like i hear you like i don't want to be the person whether they're christian or not they're like i want to make sure that I date well like i mean part of where i see this happen a lot is like <laughs> i have seen uh students come to me and they're like i'm just the way it usually starts is i'm so sick of men <laughs> or or I'm as, so I, sick as of, I go to you, I'm, the man to talk I'm, about it. I'm like, I'm like, what's up? Um, or, you know, I'm so sick of girls, like whatever. Right. Yeah. And, and like, there does come a point of frustration where it's like this way that we're doing it isn't working. Yeah. Right. And so for somebody that's in that spot or they, they want to make sure that they do date well, like what encouragement would you give them? Well, I'll, I'm going to go off topic a little bit. I do think, one way to do it well is one, you can find yourself not just by dating. There's tons of ways you can find yourself. Like take an internship and take a risk, join a social club, do something daring, like go on a trip where you're getting outside your culture. Like these, there's some really positive ways to figure out who you are without yeah. like 
hurting other people. Like you failing at internships, not going to hurt anybody. It's a, right. I tried something. It's not for me. Great. Like, so one, I would lean into not that you shouldn't date. I'm just saying one way is also to figure out who you are by not playing with other people's hearts and emotions and all that stuff. Um, but with dating, I think I always say this college is not the best time of your life. It could be, but it's all—it's just the most unique time of your life. I would cool. say that, like, it's not like I don't buy into like the world's downhill after college. Like, it's—it's it's amazing. You have you so much did fun. Say that earlier, you're lying. Then. Yes, I don't think I did. I say that? anyway. I think it's the most unique time of your life, not necessarily the best time of your life. Yeah. But I will say, like, find somebody like that understands the uniqueness of the situation of where you're at. You're mm-hmm. in college. You have tons of people. Like, if you can find somebody that like. Once again, how people I've seen it done, done really well is they utilize the opportunity that they have. They mm-hmm. can, like, man, we're we have so many friends. Like, how many people have you found that start dating and you never saw them again? Like, they all just the time. all the time is because they're missing the unique opportunity that they have. Find first of all, one of the values should be, I want to find somebody that's going to take advantage that we're with tons of people. We have we can impact on a positive note. We can be generous with our time and our money and our maybe lack of money, our creativity, all that kind of stuff. Find somebody that believes in that as well, because too many people waste their college years by dating and finding all that, finding who they are and never finding themselves and just finding a lot of pain. So I think that's the first thing I'm going to find somebody that understands the uniqueness of the opportunity that you have um, is really positive. Um like I said, writing out your value system. Like if you don't know what it is, write down the four or five things that make you who you are. If you, you should be asking other people close to you, like, hey, what do you see in me that I should be living my life? And not because you're going to take it because they say it. It's just, this is what I've seen in you over the last five, six, seven, eight years of your life. Right. We don't do that. We're too scared. We're too scared to figure out who we are too. We're like, what if like they're going to say something I'm not really going to like or that I don't like who I am? Mm-hmm. That's a problem. So I think these exercises before we even get to dating are going to really lead up to finding the person that you want. Um, I have so many, like I, I can't stand students that love to talk about why they're single and yet they've never taken a risk ever. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I think this is really important. I think females in this culture can now ask men out. It happens all the time, yeah. but women are like a lot of Christian women are like, it's not me. I'm going to be the, I'm going to sit back. And if a guy wants to ask me, great. If not, I'm never going to pursue it. I think that's, man, it's okay not to pursue it. If you don't want a relationship, fine. But when you're complaining about being single and you haven't taken a risk, if you haven't tried to get out of your comfort zone, learn about yourself, learn about other people, those are huge red flags of you want something just to kind of happen. And it doesn't right. just happen. Right. Um, there's so many little things that I, <laughs> I feel like we need to be better at. Um, I mean, what about you? I mean, yeah, something that like just stands out on what you're saying is that like definitely, you know, we keep harping on the values, but but that is so key. But I mean, I think one of the reasons we don't do it, like like you touched on this, I think we're scared. Like like vulnerability is so key here, and and it's so interesting to me that like I think that a lot of the pain and mistakes that happen in dating are trying to avoid vulnerability mm-hmm. or trying to like, I mean, we've talked about that, but like if people, if I show who I truly am, what if they don't accept me? Agreed. Right. And the thing is, Brene Brown has tons of information and talks about this a ton and big fan, but like you cannot truly connect unless you're vulnerable mm-hmm. and you can't really be vulnerable if you don't know who you are and, 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 and get into that. And so, like, I think what a lot of people need to do before they start dating is get a therapist 
we have lots of podcasts about that as well. Therapy, like maybe instead of a date, get get a put a date on the calendar with an old counselor. So I don't I don't want to be the person that says like become friends first because that's let's be honest that's to my parents used to say it's I don't know if it's outdated it's good advice but like. There's an exercise that we do in Sojourn a lot where it's called lowering the waterline. And I love it. It's just, we only show, just like an iceberg, we only show a tip of who we are to pretty much the rest of the world. And then yeah. there's a little bit lower to a little bit group of people. And then maybe a little bit lower with like our family, whatever. But right. very rarely do we show who we exactly are, the whole iceberg to anybody in our life. Yeah. And like, like you said, like to do it well, like you can date anybody and never show an iceberg. It happens all the time. And it's, I think it's horrible. They don't last. And it always brings pain. Always. But like, if you're not living vulnerably with anybody, like dating is probably not the right step. Like there's so many steps you could take, like find a friend and this lower, like, I love this exercise. Cause it's not like show the whole thing. That's super like getting completely naked is too much. Just take a, take a shirt off. Emotionally take your shirt off and just see what, like, if you're not doing that with anybody, you're not ready to be in a relationship because dating is hopefully moving forward. And it doesn't have to move forward super fast. I, I have no, like some people say it has to be like within a year. If you're not, if you don't know Lee, like I don't, I don't have timelines for any of this. Like it's not a yeah. math equation. It's everyone's different. Everybody has different traumas to things they're dealing with. I will say if you've been dating for a very long time and nothing, no movement is happening. That's, that's a problem. It's a red flag. There should be mm-hmm. movement always happening in a relationship. And, but if you can't do that, in, even in a friendship with your own family, whatever, you're just, hey, something you should. Find a therapist and figure out why you're so sheltered, fear, whatever is keeping you back. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know that like when, at least when I share these things, I, the, the pushback that I get, um, pretty much just summarizing, like, just talking about how, uh, outdated yes i'm old yes you're old okay. you don't know what you're okay. talking about culture's different now all right yeah yeah thank you, you just don't, people yeah. haven't changed okay. so everybody knows people are the same yes. we have different fears different things we're all the same we have the same fears by the way it just changes what it looks like yeah the circumstances change and stuff and i mean i what i really say to that what what really i think drives home there is i would say I mean, if you look at how culture and society dictates we date, and if you've had experience in that, I mean, is that working well? Like, like I really, I would ask the question, like, like, is the way that we're supposed to date, is that going well? Yeah. No, it's, it's not. It's right. not. Okay. 100%. And so, and it gets even more, you know, and I don't want to say you're insane, but it just look get, at the camera like like you, you if you're if you're wondering yeah <laughs> i don't want to say that like that the people who do this are insane however I, I i would just encourage them and caution them the thing about this is that if you keep dating the same way without making differences like what do you expect is going to be different mm-hmm. like like if you keep doing the same thing over and over again and you're like I don't know why it continues to suck. It's like, crazy. I, I just keep getting hurt. People, I don't know okay? what's going like, on. I don't know why. Well, hello. Like, like, <laughs> Is I this mean, thing you, on? You, That's good. Okay. Like, maybe you need to change what you're doing. Yes. You know? And and so I know that that's not fun. And I know that, I mean, I understand that it seems different, but but this is. And we the, got it wrong, too. Like, oh, yeah. I want to be humble enough to be like, 
we, I know a lot of the things we know now is because we made these mistakes. Right. And thinking yeah. my parents were crazy. Like right. you can't you only date your best friends. Like that's stupid. That's ridiculous. Like I'm just going to date random people and that's what we figure it out. And I mean, no commitment. It's just. hundred percent. And I mean, that's what I led with is that like, I mean, I, none of my dating relationships were good <laughs> or, or ended until, all until you met me and, and then so, helped you find Amanda. You're welcome. Yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it, I, I know, I know that it's a challenge and I know that it seems so different than what everyone else is doing. And it is, it is different, but don't you want different results than what everybody else is getting? Yes. And so if you do, then you need to do something different. Um, as we start heading towards wrapping up, like, I mean, I, I know, like, I know that there's lots of strong opinions about dating and I, and I, I, I can hear people being like, Hey, you just, Hey, Tyler, you just don't understand. Why We're just bitter there. old just, men that just, and, 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 and maybe, <laughs> but, but it's only because we've seen too much hurt of our students go through this until they've gotten it right. 100%. Cause some of our students have gone through horrible relationships mm-hmm. and we've told them, you nope. This is you've also dated a jerk, but you also put yourself in a situation where you just didn't ask the right questions, all this. But like now I know I can name multiple students that are in amazing relationships now that have finally figured it out. So nope. there's hope. Like that's yeah. you. You were yeah. a horrible, horrible person. And then you found you got your stuff together and found Amanda. That's awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. great. She didn't complete me though. Well, I was a whole person. We're still working so. on you. So <laughs> so no, but um, I was gonna just end with just asking you, like, yeah, what are some final thoughts or encouragement you'd have for somebody um, that, that wants to date? Well, I, 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 it's a good thing to end on is this. Like, I do think dating has potential. I, I, I'll tell you a story of a, of a maybe they're watching. I don't know. So, um, Krista and John, they're students I knew a long time ago, and when I met them, they were married in college. It's crazy. Like, I don't advise that at all. There's so I many. That. I also don't advise it. <laughs> Those people are crazy. And at first I was really skeptical. Like, why would you get Mike? Why not? Wait, I had so many questions. And I, as I sat down with them and I just got to know them more, they were in college and like how they were living their life was one of the most amazing things. Like that, my very first experience really in campus ministry was this, this couple and they invited people over to their house. They had a little tiny, tiny house off campus because they're married and like had no money. And they did a weekly dinner every single week inviting their friends so like both their friends from their because their, they were go, still going to school like from the people they met at the classes and they invited them into their home and they'd have a dinner and it was like the cheapest like spaghetti and meatballs that's all they had money for and it was beautiful like they used their skill sets their passion their home their situation their opportunities like to serve and be generous because that was your value system and it was like I had a really positive view when I come into campus ministry about dating because of these two, like, this is incredible. I saw some really into like dating could unleash you to do even more powerful things, to love people and to, you know, and maybe your, maybe your mission or your vision, your value is not to love people, but like when you find the right person, it's going to help you become more of who you are and better versions of you. And they're going to be able to call you out and make you better. That's beautiful. There's nothing better than finding. And so dating could be the thing that is a catapult to you living the life you want. Nope. And hopefully marriage and hopefully all that. It also, I became cynical over the years because I thought that was like, everyone does that's perfect. And it was so not the, the norm. <laughs> and so I guess my positive note is just like, man, when you find, I'm not saying when you find the right person even, but when you date well, it's a beautiful thing. And it's going to be pain because there's always pain when you're vulnerable. But 
like, I think through that, you are going to learn more about yourself in a healthy way and not like trial and error. Just like, oh, so that's what I'd say. I'd say there's hope that there really is a good way to do it. I'm not going to say you're going to get it right the first time. You're going to fail. You're going to be broken. You're going to hurt people. They're going to hurt you. But I feel like when you do it the best way possible, at least most effective way possible where you're being vulnerable, but not also going all in. Like another thing people do is they go on all in way too fast, like slow down, get to know the person before you literally share your entire iceberg. It's okay to like, um, just take your shirt, take, off. take your shirt off slowly, emotionally. emotionally. So uh, these are just things I've learned. And so I, that's my positive thing is man, it could change. It could change your friendships like in a good way, because we know we know stories of it changing your friendships in a bad way. Like I've never seen them; they're never around. It could like when you do it well. Gosh, it's gonna your friendships are gonna be better. Your relationships are gonna be better with other people. The values are gonna get increasingly better. All that. So that's yeah. my yeah. note of hope. Yeah, moving forward. Yeah, I mean, it and it's fun. It's really fun. It is. It Making is. out is so much fun, Nate. It is. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Like it. It is. It's one of those things that like you. It's, it's it's where we started. They're like there's a ton of potential there, and and sometimes that potential comes out in really good, healthy, positive building up ways. Unfortunately, too often we see the other side of that. And you know, through uh through any of the uh, bitterness or the uh, intensity and stuff, bitter okay, just through any of that, just passion. It comes from that I know, like, like we just we want to see people make better decisions mm -hmm. and and have better outcomes in their life. And sojourn weddings are the best. They are literally they're, the best. They are. They really. And are. And when they're not horrible, but like when they're, the couple's <laughs> amazing, there's there's no better celebration. I know. I hundred percent agree. We get to do weddings a lot in our jobs, and it's a blast. It is, but it is um, and we want to see more of that and less of the heartbreak. Less, less of the heartbreak and i think that that paying attention to your values and and sticking to that lowering the water line i think you say lower the expect lower the expectations. <laughs> expectations no lower the water line take your shirt off i mean that's the title of this podcast <laughs> lower the water line and take your shirt off just jump in you know just, I mean? just jump in i don't even know what that means uh, yeah no i think these are all really really positive ways to um to date in a healthy, positive way. I'll also say, if anybody tells you like a three-step process to dating, like a book, like there's a lot of books on the market about dating. Mm -hmm. And I'm very skeptical of all of them. <laughs> like <laughs> only be, and, unless they give value, like stuff like this, like just beware of this, this, this. Like those are like, there's right. guidelines that you could 100% implement in healthy relationships. But there isn't a, no one could tell you this is the way to do it. Go online, right. do this. Even though I did it, it was super easy. I found a date, <laughs> I found a girl, and I married to her. So it's easy. But like, sometimes people do get lucky. I, yeah. Of course, um, she got lucky. <laughs> so, um, I will I'm just say there's, I will refuse to ever say this is the right way. This is the wrong way. I just think there are guidelines to make it more effective or, or less messy and less pain. But I, there's definitely different ways. Like we didn't talk about that at all because there's so many different ways you can do it. Oh, for sure. Not about well, but there's just a variety online to I'm not against dating somebody you don't know as long as you set a line of like eventually after so many dates you're starting to figure out oh yeah. do you want to continue with this or not so anyway i'm not just saying marry your best friend that's weird yeah. i mean that's great if it happens but yeah we don't have yeah. that luxury so often. yeah 
no, no, for sure. I um as we uh as we wrap up, I will say that in our description, um I will list some resources the book. that um that we found really helpful. Not books that give you a one, two, three step <laughs> process, but some more of those that actually give like some guidelines. And so if you're interested in that, that is uh, we'll link some of those on YouTube and there's podcasts and all that stuff. So we will make sure to link all that. But listen, we know dating's hard. Okay. It's it not is. easy. Um, Except for me, it was really easy. But <laughs> I understand for everybody else, it's really hard. <laughs> I got it. My I got story's it. pretty funny, by the way. Anyway. Well, we'll share the next episode. Okay. It's going to be right. awesome. Okay. I'll give people a reason to come back. But. Yeah, in the meantime, what's the most important thing people need to do? You stay, live right in that- Stay classy? No. Nope, no. Nope. Nope, oh, nope, I think nope, it's nope, to nope. Uh, stay awesome. That's it. Stay awesome, my friends. See you. Bye. Should be stay classy. Oh, stay awesome. That, that's Ron Burgundy's. No. But no, that's yours. You're, 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 you're like- I'm Nate Felker. It's true. Okay. I should say like, get Felker. Get Felker. I mean, I used to. Okay.